Hey, ladies. Welcome to Be Your Own CEO Podcast, where developing your self-worth leads you to your calling. What's up, ladies? Happy November. I have missed you all dearly this past month, and I am so glad to be back recording, getting back in the midst of um, creating all of these episodes and podcast planning and all the things. This past month, I strategically took time to rest. And in this moment, I want you to like pause and reflect. Has there ever been a time in your life where you were like, whoo, life is a lot, work is a lot, school is a lot, I just need to rest. And I'm raising my hand right there with you. I feel you, that was me, and I had to be present with all of the things that were happening in my life. And I'm just gonna run through a couple of things that have happened in the past month, but truly, you know, first and foremost, I am a teacher, so that I am a teacher by profession, and there have been so many changes with distance learning, and so trying to keep up with that, keep up with the planning, virtual learning, trying to make it engaging for all the kids and families and all of that is a lot. And then in the midst of those um, challenges of trying to to navigate it, we do um, know that the kids are going to be coming back in the next couple weeks and we were going to transition out of distance learning into in-person teaching. So there is a lot happening in that world of being a teacher. And so I needed a month to breathe. I needed a month to breathe with work. And also I had several people visit me in the month of October. I had a friend visit me and then I had um, you know, my mom and my sister visit in October. And so it's just been a whirlwind of people being present with them, being present with moments that I need rest and listening to my heart and soul when it's telling me I need to rest. And so I have done just that and it has been wonderful. I also had a fall break in there as well. And during that fall break, I took lots of time to rest, whether that's sleeping in, being in community with other people, um, you know, going out to dinner and, you know, shopping, selling things, creating my dream living room, which has been so fun transitioning into my living space. But it has been a whirlwind of a past month. And with October being my birthday month as well, I've officially turned 26 and I cannot believe I'm 26, y'all. I feel like I can conquer anything. And I hope that every time you have a birthday, it's worth celebrating, absolutely, because that's the day you were born and every day you're alive is truly a gift here on this earth. However, it is worth celebrating because you are showing up for you every day. And the more you show up for you, you are able to conquer and live out your true gifts, talents, and blessings. So yeah, and, and turning 26 has been a big birthday for me. I feel like it's big because I'm at this point in my life where I'm like, yo, yeah, I would be quote unquote like cut off with health insurance with my parents, but I've been working full time for a few years now. And so I've actually been on my own health insurance plan, but it's almost like that last straw of like, you're officially, you know, legally, (laughs) um, you know, with health insurance stuff. I was just thinking about that. Um, You cut off in that aspect where it's like, you are officially on your own, you know, being able to rent a car and like, 
you know, do all of those things. It's like you've surpassed that specific age that, you know, the government qualifies you as old enough to do a multitude of things, right? And so, you know, being 26 has been a beautiful thing. It has allowed me to reflect and it has allowed me to be excited about all the things that I have planned out in the future. But in regards to year 26, that also has to tie in with today's episode and then also with the second half of today's episode on what it means to really multiply all of your opportunities and blessings. And that leads us to the title of today's episode, which is called Multiplying Your Making. And what does that mean? (laughs) Um, Your making. Let's start with that. So I believe that everyone has a true gift and talent, right? We all have a purpose. We all have something it is that we are called to do in this world. And that is your making, right? We are not born to make a living. We're born to live our making, right? And so if we are living our making and we continually uphold that role, right? Reaching out to other people, you know, getting a community with other like-minded individuals, all of those things, then we will multiply our making, which means just as it states, right? We will be, um, you know, multiplying our relationships. They will be strengthened, renewed, and revived. We will um, be able to network with other like-minded people who have the resources that we've been seeking. We will be able to obtain the job that we are called to, that we are searching for, and because we've been qualified, right? Because we've discovered our calling and we've already decided what our making is. And so we're going to receive it. So anyway, all of today's episode is about multiplying your making. And I'm tying in year 26 with this because I didn't do another episode for October and that was what it was going to be about. But I'm also tying it into the multiplying your making part, how to do that and all the things. So the way this episode's actually going to be outlined is by my reflection of year 26 and how I've really realized how I've gotten to where I'm at in my life today. You know, what it is that I discovered and um, how I've been able to really do all the things I've been able to do up until this moment. And then, you know, the second half of today's episode is on um, all about living your making, right? Multiplying your making and what it is. So I'm going to describe it a little bit more. And then there's three parts that I'm going to give you as as pieces of advice to pursue and live out your making. And there's three steps that I believe will allow you to multiply your making. So let's go ahead and get started. In order to dive deeper into multiplying your making and why that's today's episode is because the word of the month for November is multiply. And if y'all follow me on the gram, you would see that the word is multiply. And when I think of multiply, it means multiplying many things in your life, right? It's almost like blessing you abundantly above all that you could ask, hope, or receive, right? And I believe that when we multiply in many areas of our life, right? It can be with relationships and your heart, mind, and soul, with travels, with your career, your living space, your finances, so many aspects of our life, right? But when you multiply that, you feel more alive. And that's really the hope. That is ultimately the hope that I give, you know, in all these episodes is that you can find what it is that you are working towards. You can find what it is that um, you know you are discovering within yourself is your gifts and talents, all of that. 
because I know that ultimately every episode is about calling. (laughs) It's about you. It's about maximizing your potential, all those things. But truly today we're focusing on, you know, narrowing it down just a little bit, multiplying your making. I want to start today's episode with a quote and the quote states, the whole secret of life is to be interested in one thing profoundly and in a thousand things well. Okay, let me say that one more time. So if you're interested in one thing profoundly, right, that means significantly, a lot, over and above, abundantly, right? But then in a thousand things well. So you can still be great at a a million other things, right? In a thousand things well. But if you're interested in one thing profoundly, right? Let's like think about that realistically. You're probably walking and stepping into your calming, right? Because... If we know what it is we love, if we know what it is that makes us happy, then of course we are stepping into the one thing we are profoundly interested in. We are stepping in the career that we're profoundly interested in. We are stepping into the relationship that aligns with who we are, what's true to us. We are stepping into a living situation, right? An apartment, a condo, a home. Um, your house, whatever it may be, right? Whatever living situation it is you're trying to walk into, it's going to align with you. Same with your finances, right? Your obedience and self-discipline with your finances is going to be a reflection of you and the one thing that you're focusing on profoundly. Now, today's episode is a little bit more focused on all of the things, although I do give a bit of an example of how I got to where I'm at today. And it's because of a multitude of things I've done professionally. But you can also think about this in many aspects of your life, right? It's not just professionally. It's multiplying your making in so many ways. And we are not meant to just have a making professionally. We're meant to have a making in all facets of our life and the life wheel. So anywho, in order to start with that, right, focusing on one thing profoundly, being great at a million other things or a thousand things well, but... I have been able to get to where I'm at today. It's because of one thing. If there's one thing that I truly know and that I've discovered about myself, what I've discovered about the world, how to be successful and all of that, it is by discovering what it is that lights my soul on fire and giving that to the world. I know as a matter of fact, and I can say this right here and now, if I didn't know what lights my soul on fire, if I didn't know that I want to speak or empowering people to life coach, you know, for the rest of my life that I feel called to help people find it is what it is that they love to do, right? And and help them discover where and what life direction they're they need to be taking, right? If I didn't know that, then I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here in this moment. I wouldn't be in Tulsa. I wouldn't be a teacher. I wouldn't have a podcast. I wouldn't have so many things, but it's because I've discovered what lights my soul on fire. And the past 26 years of my life, it's been through failures and trials and tribulations. And then on the other side of those obstacles, overcoming and conquering them to my fullest potential. And, you know, conquering through those adversities because we all know those exist. But I have discovered what sets my soul on fire. And I'm so grateful that I've been able to really reflect. And in moments of reflection, that's when you figure out 
and learn more about yourself. So here's just a few things that I've learned and the process of finding what it is that sets my soul on fire. There's three S's and I'm just going to give a couple of examples of how you can find what it is that sets your soul on fire. When I was in college, I found what it is that I was truly meant to do and I discovered my purpose. And I discovered my purpose through being in community with other people and leading my friends and colleagues into their purpose. It was from so many different experiences in college. I'm just going to give a few examples. But when I was at the community college, I was a student ambassador. I gave tours on campus and I eventually started interviewing with my managers and my bosses. But I would interview candidates and then I would start training those people. And then I was the person who was leading our student government and I was helping you know, a multitude of other young adults into finding what it is they love, right? Trying to navigate school. Um, how to find their career that they're meant to go into. You know, all those things that are really hard when you're a young adult, college student, all of that. It's a crazy time. We all know what that feels like when you've been in college. If you haven't been in college yet or if you just didn't go, that's okay. But if you have, you know what that feels like. So it's a lot. And then, you know, I also was a new student orientation leader in college at the community college. And so, yeah, again, like I was leading other colleagues in a lot of these roles. And when I was leading them into their purpose, that's when I discovered mine. As crazy as it sounds, but it's been a beautiful thing to think about. And then, you know, of course, when I was um, a leader through the Youth Leadership Council for Make-A-Wish Missouri, I was leading high school students from public and private schools through um, learning about personal and professional development, fundraising, nonprofits, all of that stuff. That was really cool. And I did that for a year. I also spoke at a woman's shelter back in St. Louis and I did that for a year and I was there about once a month and I created a curriculum that I went through for that entire year on helping the women get to where they want to in their lives, despite their circumstance, of course. You know, through all of these experiences, I, I really realized that I did three things ultimately. So here are the three S's. So the first one is seek. I was seeking opportunities to live out. I was always searching. I, I looked for jobs. I looked for internships. I was looking for all these other things to do to fill my time in the direction I knew I was meant to go, right? When I was in college, I thought that I wanted to go into the nonprofit world. I was so sad on going into um, you know, the field of nonprofits and all of that, which it still kind of happened through Teach for America because I was there for two years. You know, I was in that program for two years, but I wasn't actually working for the nonprofit, right? But I do believe in the mission and visions of nonprofits. So at first I thought that that was it, but then as I gained more opportunities and I was at the women's shelter, when I was being, um, you know, in all, when I was leading in all these leadership roles, I had a pause and I was like, look, all right, while this may be your reality that you like this now, I actually think there's something better on the other side of this. That's what I started realizing, of course. And when time kept passing and opportunities kept coming up, I was like, huh, I really like leading people into finding what it is that they love and to help them discover their calling. And 
that's when I was like, it, it dawned on me and it clicked in my mind that I was like, oh, okay, so yeah, this is something I love. This is something that I have a knack for, that I am, you know, growing in and, and becoming better at. So anyway, the first S is seek because I was seeking all of these things, right? When you seek something, generally you're going to receive it, okay? So the second S is surround. And it's so important to surround yourself around other like-minded, passionate people. And it doesn't have to be people that are passionate about the same thing as you. While, of course, that's always great. It's people who are also very passionate. And it could be passionate about finances, passionate about education, passionate about policy, passionate about car sales. It could be passionate about retail. It could be Oh, like tons of different things, right? We know that there's so many sectors and um, spheres of, of careers that you can go into. However, when you surround yourself around people who are passionate, usually what tends to happen is that your passions, right? They kind of reverberate and they, they grow and invigorate your soul and inspire you and empower you even more to, to launch into your destiny, right? And if you are around people who are dispassionate, who don't really care about their future as much, who aren't really walking in the things that they are gifted with, right, or jobs that they like, for instance, then a lot of that energy is going to come on you and it's going to be negative energy. And unfortunately, that negative energy could affect your job. It could affect your relationships. It could affect a multitude of other things in your life, which therefore you wouldn't want. So it is super important to surround yourself around people who are like-minded, right? Who are passionate, who do care about you know themselves, the people they're around, making an impact in this world. And then the third S is surrender. Surrender to your calling. You know, when you seek, you usually receive. Then when you're surrounded, you usually become, right? You evolve. But then when you surrender, you're kind of letting go of what you thought you would do, right? And you're, you're surrendering to the aspect of, huh, I thought I would do this, but I actually realized through this process, I feel like I'm, I'm growing into this aspect of myself or learning about this or finding myself in this other career or whatever it may be, right? It's surrendering to your calling and the process, okay? And it's unveiling, you know, a multitude of um, appreciations and gratitude and it's toward yourself, toward others and toward the world, and let's think about that, right? It's kind of like a cycle, right? So you first start with the seek part, you're surrounding yourself around other people, and then you're surrendering to the process, right? And then it's like you keep going in this circle, this whirlwind of changes and evolving into the woman or you know, man, if you're listening to this, um, the man that you're called to be. So yeah, let's be our own CEO. But it's important we seek, we surround, and then we surrender. So I really encourage all of you all to think about that. Think about that for your life. Think about that for the whatever season of life you're in, whether you're in a job that you're not happy about and you're like, okay, yo, I need to make a change. What am I gonna do? Okay, first I'm gonna seek. I'm gonna look for other jobs, okay, that make me happy, that help me live out my calling. Okay, now I'm going to surround myself of other people who are like-minded, maybe in this field, this sector of influence that's gonna help me find the job and receive the job that I want. Then boom, you hit surrender, right? Surrendering to your calling and saying, look, 
I know I'm going to receive this. I have applied for XYZ job. I have been consistent. I have been disciplined. I've been responsible through this entire process. So there you go. It's going to happen, right? I, I, I mean, it's just like the law of attraction. I don't know if y'all have heard of that, right? Whatever you give unto others, right? You usually receive unto yourself. So it's very real. It is so very real. So I empower you all to really think about that in discovering what it is that sets your soul on fire, but also another aspect of like what I've really learned the past 26 years. It's that you have to nurture yourself. You have to nurture your soul because when you do, other people can see that, other people can feel it. And when you're not doing it, other people can feel it too. And it's not always a good feeling. It's sometimes, you know, like negative energies and people can feel that negative energy. And we don't want negative energy. Who wants to be around energy that isn't reviving? So anywho, very, very important to think about all those things. And, you know, when I kept surrounding myself around people who were like-minded in the career that I was in, of course, like when I was in Teach for America, that's what led me to podcasting. I met another teacher in Teach for America who had a podcast at the time. And she kind of gave me all of the resources when I had no idea what I was doing. She, you know, helped create my um, my graphic um, image, right? Like the, the entire um, photo, the cover photo for this podcast. And she helped me figure out how to record and get episodes out and rolling. And I, y'all, I had no idea what I was doing. I knew that I was called to do this, but I didn't know how to do it, right? There's always a difference, right? If you, if you know you're meant to do something, but you don't know how to do it, you're kind of like, woo, this is a lot. Well, she helped me get there, right? But it was because I was surrounded by someone and, you know, a multitude of it's tons of other people in the program that were passionate about many different things. But when I found out that we were passionate about something similar, it made it all make sense, right? It made sense to me that I was like, well, we were definitely called to be in Teach for America the exact same year, finish at the exact same time because the Lord knew, right, that he was going to make this happen. He was going to help me set, um, you know, my dream up, you know, on fire within my heart and to get it launched out there into the world because of the people I was surrounded by. And I surrendered to that purpose, right? I surrendered to saying, look, I know I want to do this, but Lord, help me get there, right? <laughs> like, whew, I didn't know I was overwhelmed, but look, you know, he set me up with, you know, a friend and she's still one of my dearest friends to this day. And it's just such a blessing. So, Anywho, it is so important to really reflect. And, um, you know, when you think about all these opportunities and you think about receiving and obtaining the job and, you know, the relationships that you are, are wanting the most out of, um, it is really about the abundance factor, right? When you are seeking and receiving, when you are, um, you know, surrounding yourself around other people and you're surrendering to everything in the process, you're going to multiply your making because that's just what happens, right? Everything is going to align exactly the way that it's supposed to and to create a space for you to execute your purpose. But truly the bulk of the second half of this is on multiplying your making. What it is, the three steps to multiply your making. And then we're gonna like round out going back to that quote that we are focusing on today about focusing on one thing profoundly and then being great at a thousand things well. All right, ladies, we're going to dive into multiplying your making, what it means, 
in all the things. So the first part, multiplying your making, I created my own unique definition. What I truly believe is multiplying your making. Anywho, what I believe it is, it's allowing blessings and opportunities to overflow in your heart, mind, and soul, relationships, career, finances, and many other things. I'm going to repeat that one more time. I want you to really think about this and reflect on your own life. Multiplying your making, what it means is to be allowing blessings and opportunities to overflow. So you're already full within your heart, right? But you're overflowing. So think about somebody, um, you know, imagine you're a cup and somebody's pouring into your cup, but you're overflowing. You're overflowing with blessings and opportunities in your heart, mind, body, soul, all of that, right? Your relationships, career, finances, and everything, okay? That's what it means to multiply your making. Um, When you are overflowed with blessings, so many things coming within your heart, right? And just receiving, 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 seeking and receiving, all of these things, right? It's like this incredible cycle of blessings. But then also opportunities are finding you, that's when you know you're like, whoo, I am multiplying, right? I'm, I'm becoming stronger. I've, I'm becoming healthier. I'm becoming a better woman. I'm becoming a better man. You know, whoever's listening to this, right? <laughs> you know, you feel it. You feel it because you are overflowing. And the goal of life is to feel that, right? When we are more grateful, we will receive more blessings, right? When we are flowing our hearts with gratitude, we become more grateful. All of these incredible things, but it's really just this idea of overflowing because our blessings and our opportunities are continuing to go to this cycle of creating a better space um, to multiply, right? To multiply in all areas of our life. But you're probably wondering, well, this is nice, but how do I do that? All right, let's dive into that. So there's three steps for multiplying your making. And the first step is be self-aware. But I put emphasis on be because we have to be, exist, survive, thrive, all of those things. But the first step is be self-aware. Okay, ladies, think about this. Are you taking a personality test? Do you know what you um, are interested in? Do you know if you're an introvert or extrovert? Have you done a strengths finder test? Have you figured out your strengths and weaknesses, discovered what things you're great at, discovered what things you are struggling in? Have you taken time to rest and recharge? Um, You know, just like I said this past month, because I've been able to rest and recharge, I've been able to show up now for this, right? For this podcast, but really myself too. But if you have done all these things, great. That's that's wonderful. You're already leading yourself there, but you have to be self-aware. When you know more about yourself, it is way easier for you to live out your calling and to multiply your making when you know who you are. If you don't know who you are, let's say you're you're unsure of your strengths and weaknesses. You haven't done a personality test. You're not sure if you're an introvert, extrovert. You're going to struggle in walking through your ultimate destiny, right? And so I highly encourage you, you know, first you gotta be self-aware. So number one, be self-aware. Number two, step outside your comfort zone. So first is be, then the second one is step, right? But it just goes to show in so many ways, 
and y'all can maybe relate with this, you've probably made the most growth in your life outside of your comfort zone. (laughs) I'm gonna repeat that one more time because I know that it's true for me. You've probably made the most growth when you've stepped outside your comfort zone. When you're in your comfort zone, you are safe and secure and you're comfortable, right? But when you're outside of that comfort zone, you're going to feel a little bit of an itch to uh, try something new or meet someone new or try a different thing, save money in a different way, try a different type of food, go to a different city, travel to a new place you've never been before. It literally could be anything, right? But it's because you are stepping outside your comfort zone, you are learning more about yourself. So ultimately, right, we know that the most growth occurs outside our comfort zone. So I highly encourage you, and this is true for all things, when you step outside your comfort zone, you are living out your purpose more. And I cannot stress that enough. So please, when you think about stepping into your making and multiplying it, step outside your comfort zone, right? So be self-aware, step outside your comfort zone, ladies. And number three, pursue you. And emphasis on the pursue, of course, but pursue you, all things you. And this is what I mean by that. It's kind of like a cycle from the other thing too, with the S's, how that approach was. But in this instance, we mean pursue you. Okay. So um, lead with integrity. When you say you're going to do something, do what you say, right? Be consistent. Um, Be an active listener. Show up for your friends. Show up for your family members. Show up for your colleagues. Be an active listener at the grocery store, right? If you know you feel the energy of the cashier, maybe you can sense they're not having a good day, give them a compliment, right? Be an active listener. And that doesn't mean by just hearing or you know, what by what people are saying, but it's also like hearing the energies and like feeling the energies that are around you because that's real. That is real. And then um, apply for opportunities that make your spirit come alive. And that also goes with the pursue you, right? So when you're stepping outside your comfort zone, you're going to feel called to pursue opportunities that are, that are calling for you, right? So again, it's going back to that component of seeking and then receiving, which is a beautiful thing. So... When you really apply for opportunities that make you come alive, you'll be able to pursue you ultimately. And of course, that's a goal. You want to make sure that you can be the best version of you. You can be the strongest version of you. You can be the healthiest version of you. And that's what I believe for all of you, that you deserve that for your future and your future self deserves that from you. But what you do today matters and what you do today impacts your tomorrow. And so when you're consistent, when you are going through these three steps, really reflect in the process, seek out resources. Also, I'm right here. I've got you. If you are listening to this and you're like, you know, Catherine, I've been listening to you. I'm in a turning point in my life in blank area. It could be whatever area of the life wheel. And I know I talked about the life wheel before, but if you are struggling, reach out to me. Just recently, I began life coaching one of my closest friends, and it has been a wonderful experience that has strengthened our friendship and our relationship ultimately. And I would love to get in contact with you. I would love to get to know you, find what it is that you're searching for, trying to receive in your life. 
and to reach the goals that you're trying to receive within your heart, mind, body, soul, all the things. And if you're looking to live out your making and multiply your making, I got you. And so again, you can reach out to me. My email is coachkatherinturek at gmail.com. I'm here for you and I would love to support you through this journey. But we're gonna loop back really quickly to that quote. And that quote was, the whole secret of life is to be interested in one thing profoundly and in a thousand things well. Focus on one thing profoundly. Even though you may be passionate about so many different things, focus on one thing profoundly. Find what it is that you love, right? Learn more about you. Become more self-aware. And even though you're great at a, at a thousand other things, you are going to become a better version of you. At the end of the day, you'll wake up, you'll feel revived in your heart, mind, body, and soul. And you'll know that you have, have been blessed to do this. You've been blessed to receive the job that you've been seeking, to receive the relationship that you have been searching for, um, the person who truly makes you very happy, to live in the city that you have been dreaming of, to have a job that gives you life to your life. You deserve that. And I would love to help you get there and maintain that and consistently keep your life that way because your future self deserves that and so do you. But again, if you have any questions, please reach out. That concludes today's episode on multiplying your making. You may contact me at coachkatherinturek at gmail.com. Looking forward to hearing from you ladies.